My family is far from perfect, far, far from it. And for the longest, that used to really make me sad, especially around the holidays. I remember daydreaming about the type of family that I wish I had. I dreamed of the perfect family that you'd see in movies and where both sides of the family blended so well together in harmony. I dreamed of living in the perfect house that was nicely decorated, food always in the oven, and free from any drama or conflict. Those dreams stayed with me into adulthood. They never went away. And for that reason, a part of me always gets sad and grieved this time of year. And even with all the work and years of therapy that I've gone through, this time of year, the holiday season, the little girl inside of me still grieves the family she has and the family she doesn't have. Yes, even as a therapist, I still need to be reminded on how to navigate this time of year. Hey everyone, welcome to Solric Sessions. I'm Brittany Gray, your host and owner of Solric Therapy Center. If you're wanting to hear real conversations surrounding mental health and wellness, you're in the right place. And that also means you might be ready to do the soul work. Expect to be encouraged, motivated, and challenged during our conversation today. And stick around to learn practical tips and coping skills to help you live your healthiest life. Your soul work session starts now. Your soul work for this session is to take notes and share this with one other person. Today is actually Thanksgiving, November 24th. If you're listening from the U.S., every year around this time, it honestly feels like a blur. Time seems to go by really fast and the days seem to feel shorter than ever. Most people look forward to spending quality time and creating memories with their families and loved ones. And for others, the holidays can be extremely difficult to navigate. All right, so how does that song go? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, um, that might be true for some, but there's plenty of us that have estranged relationships with their family members and feel extreme feelings of sadness and grief due to various reasons. And if that's you, then my hope is that this soul work session will be a guide or help as a roadmap so that you can navigate this season and look forward to it instead of dreading it. Each family is a system, and within that system, there are unique dynamics, traits, and patterns that can influence the way families operate and function. So here are just a couple of dynamics that can influence families. Um, The first one is personalities of family members, nature of the parents' relationship, number of children in the family, the mix of members who are living in the same household, traumatic events such as affairs, divorce, trauma, death, sickness, unemployment. 
And then there's other issues that can influence families, such as family violence, abuse, alcohol or other drug use, mental health, family values, gender rules, parenting practices, etc. In order to keep balance, families assigned or condition each member a role within their family. For the sake of today's session, I'm just going to share with you all five most common roles I see in families. But I will say there are many, many other complex roles out there. Role number one, the scapegoat. This is typically the person that is the truth teller, the problem child, or the troublemaker. Um, role number two, the caretaker. This typically is the person that is the protector, the peacemaker, and the person that keeps everyone in the family happy. Role number three, the mascot, also known as the family clown. This is the individual that uses humor to distract or defuse their family whenever there's serious situations or chaos or conflict. The next role is the hero, and this is typically the golden child or the super kid, and they are typically high functioning and well-balanced. And then lastly, the lost child, and this is the invisible child. So what makes a family functional? Families that function in a healthy way tend to be supportive and provide security, safety, and a sense of belonging. Let me be clear when I say there are no perfect families. I repeat, there are no perfect families. So if that's something that you dreamed of having, like I dreamed of as a kid, then let's go ahead and let go of that unrealistic and unattainable expectation. Healthy functional families are families that prioritize each member feeling loved, valued, recognized, and appreciated. A functional family values mutual respect and celebrates individual differences. Parents in healthy functional families exhibit strong and confident leadership that helps develop a shared vision and purpose for their family. They work together and are emotionally mature and available to meet their individual needs as well as the needs for and of the family. It's important for me to mention that each family structure and dynamic falls on a continuum. And just like any system, family systems can change over time through effort, consistency, and shared values. Dysfunctional families tend to be families with many internal and external conflicts. Common traits of families that experience dysfunctional dynamics include excessive control, poor communication, perfectionism, and feelings of inadequacy, conflict and neglect, lack of empathy and excessive criticism, mistrust and resentment, lack of emotional support, and violence and abuse. I want to take a quick break right now and check in. How's everyone doing so far? Y'all all right? If this is triggering and bringing up some painful or uncomfortable memories for you, then please, do what you need to do to take care of yourself. If that includes you pausing this session here, doing some deep breathing, 
or multitasking by doing something else while you continue to listen, then do it. Bottom line, I just want everyone to take care of themselves because I understand that this can be a very sensitive, sensitive topic. Clinicians in the field often recommend journaling to clients as a useful coping tool. This tool helps people manage and track their symptoms, get a clearer sense of themselves and their situation, and boost feelings of overall well-being. So here are five journal prompts to help you explore your family dynamics. Prompt number one, are your expectations of yourself and your family members realistic? Prompt number two, what role do you play in your family? Prompt number three, how do you take care of your personal needs when you're around family? Prompt number four, what are some dreams for your family that you need to let go of? And lastly, prompt number five, you can only keep one memory about your family. Which one would you keep and why? And if you are a parent and want to self-reflect and evaluate how well your own family is functioning, get a pen and paper and write down the following questions to ask yourself. Question number one, is there ample humor and fun within my family despite the very real demands of daily life? Number two, does my family have rules that have been clearly stated and are evenly applied? Question number three, are the family expectations of each person reasonable, realistic, mutually agreed upon, and generally fulfilled? Question number four, do family members achieve most of their individual goals and are their personal needs being met? And lastly, question number five, do parents and children have genuine respect for one another, demonstrating love, trust, and concern, even when there are disagreements? All right, so now it's time for us to discuss the practical application piece of our soul work session. Here are five strategies for coping and navigating difficult, dysfunctional, and unhealthy family dynamics during the holidays. Strategy number one, set boundaries. The acronym I want you all to think of for setting boundaries is ICE. ICE stands for identifying your needs and limits, communicating them clearly, and enforcing them firmly. Boundaries are what keep us sane, especially around the holidays. If you're not creating and practicing boundaries, then I insist that you do. Strategy number two, enjoy what you can. Be open to what the holiday can be. Try not to get stuck in what it used to be or what you imagined it would be. Just because you may not love spending time with your family does not mean that you are not a great family member. Allow yourself to dislike any aspect of the holiday season without judging yourself for it. And also, I challenge you to choose to enjoy what you can. Maybe the only redeeming part of your family is the food. Um, then enjoy that. Savor every bite and enjoy the food as well as you can. Strategy number three, limit your time. Give yourself permission to do what's best for you. Cultural norms suggest that you're supposed to spend holidays with family and that if you don't, something is wrong with you. Oftentimes, we have to be our biggest advocates and supporters. It's important to have healthy boundaries, 
even especially during the holidays. Regardless of whether or not others understand you, it's important that you honor them and honor your time. Limiting time with unhealthy people who have shown to be disrespectful, emotionally and physically unsafe is an act of self-love and protection. And sometimes those unhealthy people happen to be family members. Strategy number four, look to your confidant. Identify one person in your family that you can look to across the table and share a glance with. Maybe that's your partner, a sibling, a cousin. And if you don't have any of those, maybe plan to check in with a friend. That can be so helpful. And if your person is a friend, I would encourage you to let them know ahead of time. Strategy number five, give yourself grace and show yourself compassion. This is important all of the time, but especially during this time of year. Have some compassion for yourself and those around you. Your body is pulling up a lot of stored memory. And it's okay to take a moment, be gentle with yourself, breathe and relax. It's okay to remind yourself that you are not that child anymore. You have more tools, more control, and more self-awareness now. If you don't follow Dr. Caroline Leaf on Instagram, then I strongly urge you to do so. She's a neuroscientist and mental health expert that puts out great content. One of her recent posts said, Sometimes you have to let go and grieve the idea of who you wish your parents were and find ways to connect with who they actually are in order to have a good relationship with them. And in her caption, she continued saying, this also requires you to recognize your limits, set boundaries, and accept that just because they are family does not mean they are allowed to treat you a certain way that hurts your mental health. Facing my reality and accepting my family for who they are meant that I would have to get rid of the dream that I clung on to for so many years. Yes, my family is far from perfect, but my parents did the best they could with the tools and the knowledge they had. It wasn't always chaos and dysfunction. There were plenty, plenty of other moments of laughter, love, and cheer. I've made peace with my childhood, and I've made peace with my parents. And I've also done my own soul work to help with the process. My hope is that today's soul work session helps you as you prepare to meet with family and loved ones during this holiday season. My hope is that you keep these simple yet effective strategies in mind while you interact with your loved ones. All right, that's all for now. Take good care and happy holidays. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Soul Work Sessions. Don't forget to join our community at soulworktherapycenter.com. To stay connected, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at soulworktherapy. If you have feedback on today's episode, email us at soulworksessions at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. I'm Brittany Gray, wishing you all the best on your journey towards healing. Take good care of yourself. Listen, we're honestly just getting started. There's so much more in store for Soul Work Sessions. 
If you've been enjoying these sessions and you like to help support the podcast, please share this with others. Post about it on your social media and tag me at Solwork Therapy Center and leave a rating and review. Your feedback means more than you know, and your support never goes unnoticed.